Hey guys, welcome back to another Topics with Tim podcast. Thank you as always for joining me. I appreciate it greatly. This is Topics with Tim for the listener with a variety of tastes because that's what I bring on this channel. I bring variety, okay? We got all sorts of stuff going on. NBA, NFL, health, fitness, nutrition, Harry Potter, reviews, mental health, stories, just awesome, fun stories. I recently just started that podcast story time with Tim, where I just tell you some really fun, interesting stories that have happened to me in my life. Hopefully planning on bringing on some guests soon who can tell, share their stories with you as well. So all sorts of stuff we got going on. Uh, make sure to subscribe to my, my podcast. Make sure to leave a review. I would love that. If you could leave a review for me, helps me out a lot. I also have a discord channel topics with Tim that is open to the public. So please hop on that. If you want access to more content and to talk with me personally and try to get on podcasts and message about ideas you have. I'd love to get different people's opinions and ideas on different pods I could do. This one in particular is a... Review! 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 Let's go! Review! I'd like a review of that. Yes, please review that for me. Please review. This is my second review podcast. My first review I did on Athlinex, which is a really popular fitness YouTube channel. Highly, highly recommend watching those videos. I'm going to be reviewing his new program, Old School Iron. All right, now I did max size. That was the other program I did, and I absolutely loved it. I did a previous pod. If you want to scroll back and listen to that one, I reviewed max size. It's definitely a program I will be going back to at some point. I just loved it. I felt amazing. I saw some tremendous gains in my overall strength, in my ability to perform in sports and perform in life, and I just felt amazing. So I... I love that program so much that Jeff Cavalier actually came out with a new program called Old School Iron. It kind of released right around Black Friday. And I again, I love Jeff's programs, and I wanted to try another one. So he had a brand new program coming out. So I thought, okay, I got to jump on this. So I bought it. It's called Old School Iron. It's very much st- more strength-focused. Max size was more – there were definitely some strength elements to it. There was definitely times where you did – push for more strength in the lower rep ranges. Typically, if you are going for strength, you're going for lower reps and you're going for more rest times in between. So there was a little bit of that max size, but it was mainly hypertrophy based, which is a lot of, you know, six to 10, that rep range with around minute to two minute rest. That's more, we'll drive what's called hypertrophy, which isn't so much of strength. You still get strength from it, but it's, it's not, it's, it's more about building the size of your muscles and not as much about building strength, although you do see a lot of strength gains still. So it's just another way to work. It's the same way if you want, if you know, a lot of f- females like to work out in the, you know, 12 to 15 rep ranges with even lower rest times because they want to be more lean and they want to be, you know, not get the, not have their muscle be as bulky or as big. So it's just sort of the middle ground and max size was a lot of sort of more of the middle ground and not a lot of compound. There was some compound lifts, but it was more a lot of individual muscle work where you're really just working individual muscle groups as opposed to doing a ton of compound lifting, which is will involve a lot of muscle at one time, which is why compound lifts are great because you, you move just move a lot of muscle at once. But you don't get as much development of different muscle groups with compound lifts as you do with 
individually working those muscle groups by themselves as opposed to doing them in a compound lift. So I did max size. I loved it. And I thought, you know, I want, because I really enjoyed when there was aspects of that program that was more geared towards strength. I did really enjoy that. And so I thought, okay, you know, I want to try out a more actual, really strength focused program. And I have a good buddy of mine, shout out to you, Roy, who was also on a, a strength program, a three day a week strength building program, very low rep, very long wait times. And he's saw, he's seen some amazing results. The dude is like, is is big and and strong. I tend to like being more lean as opposed to being as big and strong. But still, he saw some some great results from that. So this new program came out, Old School Iron. I jumped on it. I bought it. It came with a free extra month. That'll be month five, which is like Bruce Lee's workout. So that'll be crazy. I don't know if I, how much I'm looking forward to doing those. But anyway, I completed the first month of Old School Iron, and I wanted to review it, kind of break it down. So if any of anyone out there is interested in his programs, you kind of know what they're about and what you what you can expect if you do get one of his programs. Again, he has, I think, between 10 and 15 programs. And again, this is only my second program of his that I've done. But I'm a big fan of Jeff. And I talked about this in the other podcast too, but he's really focused. He, he's mainly, you know, he's a physical therapist first, a strength coach second. And so he's so aware and so knowledgeable of all the different muscle groups and all the different tendons and ligaments and how they work together. And so he is all about safety first, health first when it comes to your joints, when it comes to, you know, your shoulder joints, your knee joints, right? He is so hyper-focused on making sure that each movement is perfectly in tune with the way your body works that you will not get injured because he says it all the time. If, if you can't, if you get injured training, then you can't get results because you can't have consistency if you're injured. So he is so huge on that. That's what drew me to his channel in the first place was just someone who's going to keep me safe, not someone who is just this jack dude who's saying, yeah, just do these do these lifts and get big like me and buy my powders and buy my stuff, right? They're not really looking out for you and your health. They're just getting big so that they can look good in their Instagram photos and then they can make you be like, I want to be that big. And then they can get you like buy their stuff or follow them or, or whatever it is. They're not in it for you. They're in it for themselves. Jeff Cavalier's in it for you. He's in it for making sure that you're as healthy as can be. And he tends to be more, you know, he's extremely lean. He's about five to 7% body fat. He's extremely lean. I'm someone who I've always gravitated towards wanting to be super lean as opposed to being really big. I still want to have a good amount of muscle and size and strength. Don't get me wrong, but I love his physique because he is, he's buff and strong, but he's not so bulky that he can't just do functional work and can't, you know, I, I, I love sports. I've been playing sports my whole life. I want to be able to play. I don't want to be so big that I can't play sports because I'm just so bulky, right? I want to be able to play sports. I want to be able to have flexibility, pliability. I'm a big, I love foam rolling and stretching. So he really appeals to me because I'm looking for his sort of physique of just being ripped and shredded and strong all at the same time, but still functional and not just bulky, big, massive, can't do anything else but work out kind of bulky. So that's just a little bit about him. And if you're looking for that kind of physique as well, then this is definitely the podcast for you. And his programs are definitely the programs for you. And even if you were looking to get big, he still has programs geared towards people who are just looking to get, you know, massive. I don't think he necessarily 
eats enough or does enough to because he's not looking for that type of body type for himself, but he definitely has it built into his programs if you are looking for that kind of body type. I know he has one for, for women as well. So a lot of different programs. Hopefully one day I'll get through them all and maybe even uh, review them all one day. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm absolutely loving being on these programs. I had actually, up until before 2020, I'd never actually been on a real sort of workout program. The only thing close I had done was at, was a P90X, which was sort of a program, but it was there wasn't much variety in it. And I kind of just did it off and on and did my own thing. And it wasn't until I actually bought a program that I saw just so much change with just my physique and my performance and then my confidence level. Everything changed when I bought a program, I got on a program of someone knowledgeable that I trusted and did it consistently. I've seen amazing results. I just had a, I was, I was just in the gym today and I had a, this, this dude, this big buff dude come up to me. He's like, dude, man, I'm, I'm loving the way you look. Like I love like the, the cuts in your arm, dude. Like they look so like, how do I get that? Like people were like this dude come up and ask me, how do I get a cut in my arm? Like below my shoulder to my, how do I get cuts like that? And I was just like, that kind of blew me away. Cause I, I never thought, I never really saw myself as a very super muscular dude or never really saw myself that way. So the fact that someone's like, dude, how do I, how do I look like that? How do I get that cut there? I'm like, uh, what <laughs> I have a cut. I, <laughs> when I look in the mirror, I'm kind of like, oh, dang, that's it. But, but other people apparently see differently than I do. And I know we all kind of have trouble with that where we, we tend to view ourselves in not the best light and we don't realize maybe how we actually look to other people. Cause we, you know, so that was, I was like, Oh, uh, shoot, <laughs> build your shoulders big and, you know, be on a calorie deficit, I guess. That's what I told him. So, but that was, that was nice to hear. <laughs> but anyway, it's just, again, I'm, I'm not saying it as like, I'm trying to brag is like, it was like news to me. Like what I look good. Like, I, I don't know. Like I just never, I never thought of myself in that way. So when someone says something like that to me, I'm like, wow, that's, uh, thank you. That's really nice. Like, it's really kind. Like, I didn't thank you, you know, anyway, so you can get results. If you're consistent and you're on a good workout program, you'll get results. You'll see results. I'm seeing the best results I've ever seen. I look amazing. I really do. I love it. <laughs> I love looking in the mirror. Cause you're just like, let's go. <laughs> anyway, let's not, I don't want to get too much into that. Sorry about that. We're going to jump again into the old school iron. So old school iron, the first month was basically a three day, actually well, it was technically five days, but only three days of major lifting. So you had what he had total body workout a, which was, let's say you're starting on a Monday, you would start total body workout a, and it was pretty much five. Let me see here. One, two, three, one, two, three, four. So five total exercises. Okay. And the, and this was so different for me because again, Max size was probably a max of a minute rest, sometimes a minute 30 for certain, for certain things. And rest time is so important when it comes to working out guys, it's really adds a lot. It can add a lot to your workout. If you're keeping track of your rest time, it's huge, really important. So this in particular was three sets of five for some heavy lifts. And you would have to wait between two and four minutes in between each set of five. So the first week I was kind of, I don't know if I like this because it's just a long time to wait. 
Because I would, you know, for example, the first one, you're doing barbell squats, three sets of five. So I'd usually try to do, you know, I'd warm up with just the bar just to get the, you know, muscle memory down. Then I'd warm up with, you know, maybe 45s, do five to 10, kind of how I feel, just to get warmed up, get the the blood flowing to my legs. Then I throw on, you know, the heaviest weight I could, bust out five reps, and then, then you're chilling for two to four minutes. You just... So I would kind of, you know, I'd usually listen to a podcast while I work out. So I just listen to my podcast. I'd walk around and maybe do some calf raises or I pull up my band and do some stuff for my, um, like my rotator cuff or I'm like, man, this is like weird. Cause I'm a, I'm a sports person. I'm a person who's always, you know, go, 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 go. I don't, I've never been in a program where I'm just, nope, you're not supposed to do anything. You're supposed to let the, the ATP and your muscles, um, kind of sort of repower, get back in your muscles to where you can do the next heavy lift. So I'm like, okay, this is weird, but I'll do this. So it was tough. It was tough adjusting. Cause I'm like, I leave the gym and I, f- I would feel, I know I worked hard, but I didn't really break a sweat because you don't really do enough. There's not short enough rest times and enough reps where you're really, really breaking a sweat. And I was reading some reviews. They're saying, you're not, you're just not lifting heavy enough if you're not really feeling it. So I was like, okay, well I got to up, up my, my load. Now I did run into a problem though. And I want to say this out of caution to someone else on here. Cause don't be like me. Cause I, I kind of let my ego get out of control a little bit. This on this one. So I'm doing the squats for the first month. I kind of went overboard a little bit and went a little bit too ego where there were some weights that I should not have been doing. And I was doing them and my form was very poor. And I ended up sort of, hurt, I ended up hurting my knee a little bit. And it was, I, I went too heavy and I had just a little too much of an ego to, to realize, Tim, you, this is, you cannot lift this weight safely, but I just wanted to do it so bad for the ego of the numbers that I did it. So please don't make that mistake, especially on squats. Those can really hurt your knees. Start light, slowly work your way up. I kind of made the mistake of going too heavy. And I sort of corrected that towards the end of the month where I, I dropped 10, 20 pounds so I could just get good form to where I'm not putting that much stress on my knees. So please don't make that mistake. I made that mistake. So total body A, you're doing squats, bench press, chin-ups. Uh, two of those exercises, again, are three sets of five with those those two to four minute rests. So again, that would be squats and bench press. And then um, his third one was uh, just doing chin-ups on the bar for eight reps till failure. So you're doing three sets of eight. Kind of same thing, except this one on the chin-ups, you're only resting for two minutes in between. So a little bit change of the rest time for that specific exercise. And then there's a couple extra more hypertrophy-focused exercises. For example, this one was barbell rows and then some skull crushers, two to three sets, about eight to 10. You're going more for form failure on these as opposed to failure, failure. And you're obviously lightening the weight a little bit because you're more in that eight to 10 range and not in those higher strength ranges. And you're only going about a minute and a half rest between those. So it drops again from two minutes between for the chin-ups to a minute and a half between these two. So honestly, I, I really did enjoy it overall. I like these exercises. Really loved seeing the chin-ups, like seeing you know my lats growing and being able to just get up on the bar more for more chin-ups. Love doing the bench press. It was cool to see my numbers in the bench press get up to, I think I got up to 190, which some of you are probably like, dude, that's nothing. But again, this is somebody who really has focused a lot on leanness and being in a caloric deficit and not really focused on strength gaining. In fact, I've actually 
had to make the change finally, even though I'm sort of begrudging about it, I have started to track my calories again and I have bumped up my calorie amount because I noticed that by the end of the month, I was plateauing with some of these strength lifts where I just wasn't able to, I was almost either declining or staying the same in the strength and the amount of lifts and the weight I was able to do. And I watched a few different, uh, my favorite YouTubers who talked about, you know, there is a point where if you get to a certain level of leanness, it becomes really, really hard for your body to want to be motivated to build muscle because it doesn't want to pull from its fat stores. It will if it has to, but it doesn't want to. And so I, I'm not, I'm not at the leanest level I want to be, but I'm at a good level where I can, I can tell it's more difficult to, to be able to put on size knowing, you know, my body just doesn't want to pull from that fat anymore. So I actually decided to up my calories, track it a little bit more, so that way I could, you know, try to find a nice balance between still putting on a little bit more muscle, but not not being in too much of a surplus to where I'm putting on any extra fat. Like obviously I'd like to hopefully still stay as lean as I am now, but still be able to put on muscle, and that is going to require a little bit of a, a little bit of a surplus, I believe, to make that happen. So I just started that this week. And I will let you know in the future how that goes if I am able to stay lean and also build muscle or if it works badly and I gain too much fat. But again, that's that's where tracking comes in. It's kind of nice because then I can, if I, after a month, if I'm seeing, oh, wow, you know, these are great. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of muscle gains. But then, oh, my gosh, my fat is too much. Then I know to kind of bump it down a little bit. So it's, it's I'm getting a little more intricate with it now that I'm, so I think past sort of the beginner as a beginner, you make a lot of gains real fast as a beginner. I think I gained almost 10 pounds of muscle as a beginner using that max size program. And now it's starting to get a little more difficult to where I have to be a little more intricate with my calories and how much I'm eating and not eating to kind of see if I can find a good balance of that. Because I, I didn't feel like I was, again, I was plateauing at the strength gains. I wasn't seeing the muscle gains that I wanted to see. So I, I feel like, okay, I got to eat a little bit more, not much, but a little bit more give my body a little more fuel so it's a little bit more motivated to build muscle and not hang on to uh not not really try to hang on to that fat so much so hopefully i can have the best of both worlds but i will let you know so again it was a three day so you do total body one day the next day and I, this is what i loved most about this first month was the day in between was not just a you don't do anything day you still go to the gym and you do an abs and correctives day and i i absolutely loved this and I want to incorporate this somehow in all my workouts from here until I'm dead. And that is have at least two days a week where I'm going for abs and corrective exercises. I absolutely loved it. So basically day two, I would go to the gym. He, I would, I would do basically a circuit of abs, usually three different exercises. I would do them kind of back to back really without much rest. Maybe, maybe a little bit of a, I think maybe a one minute rest or two minute rest in between the circuits. Well, actually, let me make sure on that. There might've might been no rest at all between any of the circuits here. Yeah, it looks like, no, yeah, so there was no no rest time. So it was three different ab exercises and six total rounds. So I just go through those three, doing about six reps of each, going through about six times, um, which I really enjoyed. And then we'd have about three different sort of more corrective exercises if you watch Jeff's channel, you know he's really big on face pulls. So you do three sets of uh, 12 to 15 on face pulls. 
reverse hypers was one of them, which are sort of more of um, you're just bringing your legs up behind your chest is sort of resting on a bench and you're bringing your legs up, squeezing your butts, using your, your hamstrings and glutes to sort of bring your legs up from behind and then using some, a hip band to kind of work more of the sides of your glutes, your gluteus medius. <clears throat> so I love those days because those days were relaxing. I just went, I knew I was just doing abs, a couple correctives. I was kind of chilling, but I liked that I still had something to do. It wasn't just a rest day where I just did nothing. I still had something. So I absolutely love that. And guys, I, my abs look phenomenal. Best they've ever looked. And I, yeah, I absolutely loved it. So definitely something I'm, even though month two is looking like a, a little different, I still want to find a way to incorporate these, these ab circuits at least twice a week. Cause I just, I, I saw the results, man. Like my abs look so cool. <laughs> it's really, it's really sweet. So then day three, you'd go and do another total body day. And this again would, this was called total body B. So we got some different exercises here. So this one, we're going with the classic deadlift. Again, three sets of five on that. We're going with a barbell overhead press, which I had done in max size. There was a lot of overhead press with dumbbells, but I had not done any barbell overhead presses. So this was a little different. I, I do prefer the dumbbell overhead press more. I feel like you can just get more... I don't know, you can get more sort of range of motion, whereas the bar, you're kind of just locked into one range. So I did I did kind of have a hard time adjusting to the bar as opposed to the dumbbells, but I had a lot of fun with it too, where I was just really enjoying seeing some gains in my shoulders and really just pumping out the shoulder, because the shoulder ones were really fun to kind of pump out, just trying to push push for that. It was It was, it was really fun. So again, three sets of five on those. Again, same thing with the two to four minute rest. Then you had some some barbell curls. That was sort of that in-between one where it was three sets of eight with only two minute rests. So I saw some, some really nice gains there. And then we had a couple hypertrophy again. So this one was dips, two to three sets to 10. And then some Bulgarian split squats, two, three sets for 10. So again, five exercises, three of your main, you know, deadlift for hamstrings, lower back, bar you know the barbell overhead press for your shoulders and then barbell close for for your biceps and then again a couple hypertrophy dips for chest and triceps split squats for again some more quad um, quad work a little bit of hip flexor work as well so that was total body b and then again you have another ab and corrective day where it's a different circuit and a couple different corrective exercises and then you would repeat total body a on day five, and then you have two days of rest. So what I would do a lot of times, I noticed I wasn't really able to have two straight days of rests because there was obviously it was the holidays. So a lot of times I'd have to sort of take a rest day on the third day, but then I would just take it off my rest day. So a lot of times I really, I really never did a two day rest in a row, like the whole month. I ended up always having to sort of take a rest day on a different day and then just taking off one of those rest days at the end. So that way I still did five days total. So I kind of mixed and matched with it because obviously the holidays, just a lot of stuff going on. So you weren't really able to, to do that. So that the first two weeks was basically that. And then week, week three, he introduced, uh, he sort of changed up the workouts a little bit. So we had what's called total body C and total body D, which mostly the same, just a few adjustments, which I don't know if I was a huge fan of. So 
for example, total body C here, again, we kept the squats, we kept the bench press. This time, instead of the chin-ups, which are when your palms are facing you and you're using a lot more bicep involvement in pulling yourself up the bar, now it was just regular pull-ups where your your knuckles are facing you and you're you're using more of your shoulders and and in the back there and not as much of the bicep help. So it was kind of, I enjoyed the switching off between the pull-ups and chin-ups. That was nice. Then we had some extra shoulder work for hypertrophy. We had some Arnold presses, which I really liked. So it was back to using some shoulder presses with the dumbbells and then some tricep pushdowns, which I'm not a huge fan of tricep pushdowns, honestly. They're probably one of my least favorite tricep workouts because it's, it's really hard to get very much extension of your triceps because that's, you really want to get a good, a really good contraction of the tricep and you want the, you want the tricep to be behind your body and there's only a so much, so far you can go before that the pull down rope sort of is at its limit to where you can't pull it apart anymore. And so you can't really get full extension behind your body. And so I always, it's, I'm not a huge fan of it. It's not my favorite, but I, I went ahead and, and did it anyway. So again, same thing. You have your abs and correctives in between, and then you had total body D, which again, we had a few, just a few variations in total body D. Then you had abs, then back to C, and you repeated that for the next week. So total body D, again, we had the deadlift, we had the barbell overhead press, the barbell curls, and then for the hypertrophy ones changed it, where now you went to the dumbbell incline bench press, which I love the dumbbell incline bench press. It's one of my favorites, so I was really happy to see that because I feel like with, with, with the bench, it, the bench is great because you can really load the bench with a lot of weight, but you don't get that stretch when you're doing an incline bench press on a, on a bench, you can really get that extra stretch on the, on the chest to where your elbows are behind your body. And so you're just getting this extra range of motion, extra stretch on the fibers of the chest. And then you pushing, pushing up with it. And I just love, I just love you have a little bit more again, range of motion with it. Cause I love like the stretching aspect of different workouts so I actually prefer that to the bench press overall, but bench press is still good. So I was happy to see that in there because I was kind of worried it wasn't going to be in there. And then alternating reverse barbell lunges was the other one, which I thought was going to be kind of a dumb exercise, but I ended up, I was exhausted after doing those. Wow. Those were, those were quite, those were kind of crazy. So that was, again, that's total body D. So that's the first month. So again, it's just five days a week, two days of abs in between your three days of total body work, alternating between about four different workouts. Now, overall, my observations, I think for this were again, the rest times are just, I might, if I, when I, cause I'll probably repeat this program at some point, I will probably shorten my rest times cause I was giving it the full four minutes. And although that was nice, cause I was able to lift a little bit more weight. I think next time I do it, I would drop it down to two to three minutes because I think four minutes is just—it's just too long. It's just too long, and I'm—I'm I'm a mover. I'm somebody who, you know, the reason I like—I hated baseball because you just—you just—you just stood there for half the game, and I couldn't stand it. I was like, "What the flip are we doing?" I'm standing out here in the outfield for 20 minutes. I'm bored out of my mind. I'm picking butterflies. You know, I, I much, I gravitated a lot more to sports like basketball, soccer, where you're constantly moving, constantly running. You don't really get a chance to rest. So doing the strength, I think the rest times were just, it was just too long to just be sort of sitting around, putzing around. 
I did not like it. I think, again, I will, if I do it again, I'm shortening those rest times, maybe two minutes at the most, and just kind of like lessening the weight because obviously you won't be able to push as much weight, but just, just to keep things moving, keep the workout shorter, I'd have more time to maybe do some extra stuff at the end. That's the, the that's the main change I would make. And again, I would not, I wouldn't have been so ego driven with the with the squat, and I would have just slowly built up to that instead of throwing on a bunch of weight, thinking I was Superman or something. So I definitely made a mistake there. But overall, I enjoyed it. It was definitely new and different, but I liked it, and I liked seeing my gains. Uh, for example, the bench. I think I started at 160, which might have been a little too light. Cause I kind of, I didn't want to, you know, I, when I was first doing it, I was like, I don't want to do something crazy. Right. So I just started off at like 160 for bench. I ended up working my way up to, to getting, you know, full three sets of 190. So it was cool to see that kind of progress on the bar. Uh, the chin-ups, I had a hard time seeing a lot of growth there. I, I got better at it for sure, but it was very minor overall. So I was kind of disappointed in my overall gains there. And which is why I ended up thinking about trying to eat, eat a little bit more uh, the barbell rows I was able to increase a little bit by a few pounds uh, the skull crushers I was able to increase from about 30 and 35s to 40s and getting those up consistently pull-ups kind of same thing just a little bit just to, I was able to do a few extra reps but nothing crazy um, and the Arnold presses were I didn't really get to do those long enough to really since those were incorporated more in the final two weeks I didn't get to do those a ton same with the tricep pushdowns. As far as the deadlift, the deadlift is where I saw the most gains. I probably started off a little too light because, again, I was just kind of trying it out at the beginning, just make sure I'm doing everything right. So I started off at 225. I ended up working my way up to about 255. And even then, I think I probably could do more. So, but I, I again, I, I didn't want to be too ego driven with that. I wanted to kind of just slowly build up and just keep adding a little bit of weights, a little bit of weight here. But I know I can do more than that. Because I still, even at the last day, I was still able to complete all three at 250, 255 pretty easily. So uh, the the shoulder press, I was make, I was I started out around 105, just not even really being able to get through maybe one set of the three. I ended up getting eventually to where I was hitting 110, able to do 110 for a couple sets. So that was cool to see those gains there. Same with the bicep curl, started off around you know 80 to 85, could sort of not really always complete my sets eventually got up to where I was doing 90 for at least a set or two so I got to see gains there and then the other ones again I the hypertrophy ones I didn't get to do long enough because they switched to really see too much gain there but I enjoyed them I enjoyed doing the incline incline chest press that was that was awesome anyway that's my review again just programs also have a meal plan I don't really follow it not because it's not a good meal plan, but be just because I've, you know, I really study nutrition a lot. That's something I don't need a ton of help with. So I kind of already have that sort of covered on my end and know that I, I kind of have my nutrition figured out. So I didn't feel the need to look at it too much, but I, I, from what I understand, looking at it, it's a pretty solid meal plan. You can't really go wrong with it. And I think another thing what I love about his programs and what I, I obviously I'm, this is over a podcast, so I can't really give you a visual, but it's it's the website is really well done it's well designed he has the workout laid out chunk by chunk with a little description of what you're doing uh, each one has a video and it has kind of one of those thumbnails that sort of plays in the background even if you're not clicking on it so you can almost just 
watch him do the exercises in these little thumbnail sort of GIF, if you will. And then you can also click on the video itself, and he actually explains each exercise for about a minute or two, kind of the whys of why he's chosen to put it into the plan, how to do it properly, things to watch out for. So it's very, very intricate. I actually love... Because overall, I'm a big why person. I'm somebody who I don't like to do something unless you give me a good reason why. And it was funny because we recently had our nieces and nephew come over and the youngest niece, she's hilarious. Anytime you tell her to do something, she goes, why, why, why? And it's, and it's hilarious. And I, I relate to that. Cause I'm, that's, that's kind of who I am where if you tell me to do something, I'm, I'm, I'm a skeptic first and I'm going to always say, well, why, what do you, what can you give me to, you know, a good reason to do that. So what I, I think what I've, I've drawn, I've been drawn to Jeff because he is so good at explaining and giving you whys for everything. So for example, let's say I wanted to, you know, clicked on total body a, there's a, a video specifically just for that day of a walkthrough of the whole workout where he, he literally has the workout in the background. He's pointing at things. He's saying, here's what we're doing. Here's why we're doing it. Then he even goes a step further where you scroll down, you see each exercise really well set up. You have the little gif there. You can click on it and then it opens up to another a video. That's another minute or two long video where he just takes that one specific exercise and explains it and then demonstrates it, tells you why, tells you why you're doing it or why you're doing it this way. And that's what it's like for every single exercise. So hopefully you can visualize that, that it's, it's not just, you're not just seeing a, a spreadsheet on Excel that just has do this times five, do this times five. No, it's, it's multiple videos, walkthrough videos, explanations, descriptions, notes on things. He's got a rep max calculator. If you need help typing in what you can do on certain lifts. So, and it tells you the percentage of all the different lifts. So, you know, you know, if he does have something where he's telling you to do a certain percentage of something that you can just look that up really quick. So super aesthetically pleasing, super intricate. His videos are high quality, HD, great sound. So the, the production quality is fantastic. It's phenomenal. Another cool aspect of his programs is are, there is a sort of a forum that is actually people are very, very active on. This is not a, this is not a forum that you post a question and you get a response a month later. This is an extremely, extremely active forum where I've just posted a question about something, gotten three, four, five responses within a day or two. And a lot of times questions will pop up that you can even look at and see what other people are asking and then just look at who reviewed. And there's a ton of people who are really smart and knowledgeable who jump on the forums and answer a lot of questions. So that's another, another thing I really like about, and in fact, I've been meaning I need to put a question on there on there soon on what people's, I was curious to know what people did as far as, cause like I explained before, I would do, I would warm up with the bar and then I'd usually do one kind of somewhat heavy set to get things going. But I know that people have different ways in which they like to warm up before a big lift. So I was actually planning on posting on the forum and saying, Hey, what do you guys recommend as far as the sets you do before you do your heavy sets? You know, what, what's the standard, what, what should I be doing to really be able to warm up my muscles to where I'm performing this lift with the greatest possible strength potential that I can. So that's a question I'm meaning to, to throw up on there. 
But anyway, that's the first month. I'm not as overall. I like max size better. I just do. I like the shorter rest times. I like that I'm drenched in sweat at the end of max size workouts. I like that there's a lot more stretching involvement and a lot more flexibility involvement in some of the workouts with max size. It's more, I guess, athletic. Whereas this month of of old school iron was very again three four minute rest times not a lot of focus on flexibility or 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 pliability or anything like that however i will say this and this is sort of a little precursor to eventually when i do month two so i just did today's first day of month two and it's totally different it's totally switched to like a push pull workout with circuits so there's still an element of that strength building where you are doing some rest times like that, but mm-hmm. I was pretty fried today going between three different bicep workouts twice in a row with basically like 30 second rest. So it, this whole month is is probably going to be the like the exact opposite and going to be a lot of circuits and a lot of, which is good. I'm looking forward to the change from just doing the such long rest times in between. I'm, I'm excited about, oops, sorry there. I'm excited about doing just having lower rest times so I can kind of feel like I did more and get more sweaty, get more athletic. So yeah, I definitely, we'll see. I don't want to make my judgment fully after month one. I'm definitely going back to max size, but this month two could change things to where maybe I do want to keep repeating old school iron again. If I know that that month long period is only going to be just, it's just that month for the big, the big rest times. But anyway, guys, that's it. That's my review. Athlete X Old School Iron Month 1. I have completed. I've done it. I am looking great. I am pumped. I'm getting bigger and stronger. I got to eat a little bit more now, now, though, which I'm not super excited about. I've definitely had some recent dietary changes that have kind of hit me. I recently learned that I'm, I'm not 100% lactose intolerant, but I pretty much, for the most part, I'm lactose intolerant. So I've had to cut out a lot of dairy. I've had a hard time, especially over this Christmas season where there's a lot of sweets that involve dairy that I could not eat because they would upset my stomach. So I'm having a hard time adjusting to that. I now buy lactose-free milk in order to still have you know some opportunity there. I also have some issues with gluten and certain wheats and barley actually make my body kind of inflamed a bit where I feel a lot of pain around a lot of different parts of my body after I have certain breads or certain pasta. So I've, I'm, I'm a little frustrated diet-wise. I'm still doing my thing. I'm still you know, doing what I can to try to find good alternatives. But I've definitely run into some, some frustrations lately with you know, just not being able to eat the same things I could eat before and now having to make adjustments and at the same time, I'm also trying to eat more to you know, push my strength gains and push my muscle gains a little further. But now I have less I can eat when I need to eat more, which isn't isn't the best. So obviously I'm going through some a little bit of trial there, but I'm I feel like I'm adjusting well and just really really working hard on that nutrition, which is such a key element. You could do, you know, Jeff Keller just came out with a video the other day where he said, Hey, you know, congrats. If you get in the gym for an hour a day, that's awesome. But what are you doing the other 23 hours? Are you sleeping? 
Are you recovering during your sleep? Are you sleeping four hours and not recovering? During the time you're awake, are you just sitting all day? Are you eating junk? Because, you know, one hour is one hour. But if you're doing something else bad the other 10 hours, it's hard for that one hour to really make up for the, the 10 hours. So a little tidbit from his most recent video. But anyway, guys, once again, thank you for joining me on Topics with Tim. Look forward next month. I will be reviewing month two. And I will see you guys on the next pod.